Hey guys, before we start the show, it's me, it's Chad. Hello, Chad. Say hi. 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 It's the two of us. We have a couple of announcements. We sure do. We we may have even made this first announcement, but the babies are going to YouTube. We're heading over there uh, soonish. Soonish. I know what you're thinking. Hey, you guys lie to us all the time. Not purposely. We really do think that we're going to do things and then just don't get around to them because we like our lives as well. But this is one we, I mean, we spent money on cameras and things like we are making the jump to YouTube. We're going to, by the way, we're going to want you to, when we do that, to keep downloading the audio version. That's important to us because we like money. But yeah, we, we're going to go YouTube. But speaking of money, Chad and I are also leaving our podcast network and going back out on our own. Wig out. Wig out. And part of that is... Uh, when we started uh, with our network, we had specific ideas about advertisements, the types we wanted, the lengths we wanted, how intrusive they would be. And uh, although we believe it is surely our right to earn money on a show that we like to give out for free via advertising, uh, we have not been happy with the outrageous amount of advertisement. Five fucking minutes of ads in the middle of a 40-minute show. That ain't, that ain't us, folks. We're going to have some ads, but moving forward, we just wanted to let you guys know we're going to video here shortly, and you're not going to have to listen to five ads, four of which are about other podcasts you should listen to in the future. Correct. Thank you, Chad. Would you like You're to add welcome. would you like to add anything besides correct? God, they're gonna see the way we look at each other. That's gonna be tough yeah. for people. Yeah, that's gonna be when there's a longing, there's either a longing or a disdain. There's not a lot in the middle. One last thing, guys, a little bit of an audio issue today. So the first half of the episode is from the Zoom room, and the second half is good quality audio. I'm not gonna explain that. Just know, uh, with all that stuff we just mentioned about video and everything getting awesome, we're going to be better at audio too. Everything's looking up. This particular episode, be prepared for that switch at some point in the episode. Enjoy the show, everybody. Please. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, this is Chad Daniels, and you have landed in the middle of somewhere. Hello, how are you? Are you doing great? Are you trapped inside with things that you're allergic to? Do you have a head cold nonstop? Do you sleep well? I bet you don't. Do you, uh, is it the only thing you're allergic to that you're stuck indoors with? Interesting. It, that's, maybe there's one more thing we could put a fucking beehive up in the corner. Hey everybody, across from me as always is Cyrus Amundsen. You know how when somebody does something crazy, like blows up that building in Oklahoma City, for example, sure. something yeah. that us normies 
look at and go, that was not a good choice. Uh, that right. was it. That well, how did you get to that level of frustration, anger, unwellness that you wanted to do something like that? You're like, I can't even yeah. conceptualize it. Right. Uh, I have a theory on how they get there. I'd love to hear it. So yesterday, I got a phone call from a one eight hundred number. Okay. And because I take several medications. Uh, I normally have to answer them because it'll say, now, I don't know if you've noticed this, when you get a phone call, sometimes it says potential spam. Right, yeah. And other times it just says the word healthcare. You probably don't get a lot of healthcare calls. I don't get a ton. I get a lot of potential spams. So I got a 1-800 number that said healthcare. And I answered it. And I said, hello, and then a, a, a robot voice said, thank you. You are being placed on hold. We currently have several customers in the queue. Please wait. I got called and that happened. I didn't call. Yeah. They called me. And so then I waited and then a person answered and they go, hello, how may I help you? And I said, you called me. And she goes... <laughs> She goes, okay, let me pull up your account. Can I have your, we did name, we did uh, birth date, and we did mailing address. Oh, did you? And then she pulled it up and she said, well, it looks like I'm locked out of your account. So I'm going to have to send you over to someone else in a different department so they can figure out what we need to talk to you about. And I said, cool. And then now, they, now you could have you could have hands, handled all of this if you just would have logged into stevedaniels.com. <laughs> so the, the other thing is I can't hang up. I know you're like, oh, just hang the hang the phone up. But here's a fun thing. If you need an important medication and somebody from one of the by the way, you can't just call the people like you can't call Humera and be like, send me the Humera. There's right. a, it yeah. takes a village. You've got AbbVie yeah. and a Credo and Express Scripts and your insurance company. It's a whole fucking gaggle of people that are involved in shipping you your medications. Right. And I, I know that um, you need medication. So obviously when they're like, hey, we need to get into your account. What's your address? What's your birthday? You're like, fuck, yeah, you can have it. No problem. Mm -hmm. I was called by a 646 number. That's New York City. And so I picked it up not knowing, maybe I forgot to save a number or something like that. And it was, uh, hello. And I said, hi. And they go, how are you? And I go, I'm fine. What's up? And they go, I am Joseph from Publishers Clearinghouse. You sign up, remember? <laughs> and I was like, fuck you. And then just hung up. Because I don't need to win the Publishers Clearinghouse. I mean, it would be nice, but... I don't want all my relatives calling for money. So I hung up. You're in a different boat. I was in a boat where I could, I could say, fuck you. You, you don't know if there's a potential we're out of this medication type situation. I did remember sign up. Thank you, Joseph. Joseph, send money. Thank you, Joseph. Joseph, yeah. hug, hug, Joseph. Congratulate. I, yeah, it's more that if you don't, 
if somebody from one of these many companies involved in your medication, and I work really hard to say medication because one of our friends, uh, Mike Brody, told me I use the word medicine a lot. And you know how I sometimes slip into a little bit, a little bit drawl. Uh, he said, when I call things my medicine, I sound like I don't deserve teeth. Yeah, I mean, that is true. It's like when uh, in Wedding Crashers, when Bradley Cooper goes in to the guy who like runs the estate, he goes in and he's like, do you know where what's her name is? And he goes, I'm watching my stories, man. Stories is so funny to me that he's watching TV shows. And mm -hmm. that's what it always reminds me of when you go, my medicine. So I'm trying to get my medicine. But yeah, if you like miss a call, all of a sudden your medicine doesn't show up and they're like, hey, it's not our fault. Now call everybody and you figure it out. You work for you work for Humera now. And so uh, I have to stay on the line. And she's like, I'm going to send you over to this person. And I'm like, cool. And they put me on hold. And Chad, I was on hold for 48 minutes. 48 wow. minutes. And, <laughs> and then at the end of the 48 minutes, a guy answers. He goes, hi, this is Brian. What can I help you with? I don't know, Brian. Fucking fix this shit. How about, you know what you could do? How about some a better communication hierarchy at the Express Scripts Company? Long story short, nothing. He has no idea. No one has any idea. Gave him all my info. He goes, I don't know. Your medication's on the way. And uh, maybe it was this the new year. That's your policy at the new year. You just fuck up an hour and a half of somebody's day. <laughs> By the way, my my or whatever. The point is, I'm ready to hear about your week. But like, hey, Oklahoma City, fucking protect your buildings because this shit happens again. And I'm I'm moving down. I like, God damn it. How This is how people go over the fucking ledge, man. Yeah, I think this is one of these things where you track the number, find the physical address, and then that building has to worry. I think the people of Oklahoma City can just kind of relax. Yeah, I should I? That was not. I know. I appreciate you. No, you're doing the good thing. You're covering me. You're making it so I don't have to deal with. I appreciate. You. Thank you. Um, I just think it's wild. Next time I come to your place to do some sort of gambling or competition, I am just going to stop at Starbucks before I get there. And I'm going to ask the entire line to come with me. And then I'm going to put them at all your toilets and I'm going to wake you up and be like, you have to go potty? Does I have to go potty? And then you're going to get up and already be in a waiting queue. I can't wait. It sounds very exciting to me. And I just want to watch your brain explode. What is happening in your life, Chad? <laughs> Uh, my life is great. I'll tell you this. I went to the Timberwolves game. I talked about this last time. Mm -hmm. And uh, Steph Curry did not play well. It was fantastic. So he was uh, – I sat down in my seat in the time I sat down. And within like a minute, he was 0 for 4 in threes. And so I stood up and started giving it pretty hard. I was like, oh, for four, do you know how many people – Bought these tickets to watch you play. Nobody could name more than one player on the Timberwolves. And we came to watch you and you're 0 for 4. This sucks. Like really giving it, right? Right. Love and it. then uh, his he always has his mouth guard out of his mouth. Yeah, cool. 
And I'm Very like, cool. why do you even have that on? Uh, you know, and of course, I, uh, some of the thoughts I had was like, why don't you just wear half a condom? But there's kids around, so I'm not doing that stuff. But it was it was um, would well, be like putting so, a condom on one of your nuts is what it would be like. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And so um, really, really gave it. Now, a couple things happened within the game. First of all, there was a girl that I, I hadn't, I guess I've seen her a couple times since college, but Kelly is her name. And she, with her family, was just down the aisle. And they live way up by good old Fergus Falls. Oh, what so a, that was pretty cool. What a cool small town coincidence at a big city that was, event. That was pretty crazy, <laughs> I thought. That sounds and, like something... That your mom would tell somebody else's mom about in the coming weeks. <laughs> yeah, it does. Um, we got to watch the uh, Timberwolves dancers, which turns out you don't have to audition. You just have to sign up because well, cool. there is. I don't know if that's true, but it sure looked like it. I don't know if there was a, any move that happened at the same time between two people. <laughs> it looked like Woodstock and everyone had dropped acid one hour ago and they were all on their different trips because not one time did somebody lift an elbow and pop it out to the side for, for and, and match someone else at the same time. It's like when Bob Dylan, uh, that like, everybody must get stoned. Like, I think the story with that song is, I think he got all the musicians ripped and then gave them different instruments and was like, fucking play it. And that's why all that laughing you hear is very authentic in the song. Oh, interesting. That's kind of like they're just like, they just plucked dancers like from different, they went to nightclubs like you, you. You grab Tina, you, you, and Timberwolves. <laughs> when you said everybody grabs a different instrument, I just thought back to before the show when you were drinking out of your giant water bottle because you, because of your back, you don't tilt your head back to drink water. You tilt the bottle up <laughs> and you look like a you look like you're playing a trumpet and hitting a high note. Uh, Jenna, Jenna does this very mean thing when she sees me do that. She calls me gerbil boy in a really condescending voice <laughs> and uh it fuck it i'll be honest it's one of her funnier meaner burns it it is very funny and i'm furious that i didn't come up with gerbil boy um wait 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 why are you at the point like why do the idea of cheerleaders and dance squads where where do you stand on cheerleaders and dance squads well i don't i don't get at them. professional I'm gonna, events i'm gonna tell you why okay right because when they're out there, not a lot of people are watching. And I'm not, again, I'm not, oh, I was mocking them. But it's like, tighten your shit up. But then also, <laughs> but then also not a lot of people are watching. Because when there's a break for me, when there's a TV break, but you're not watching the commercial, I turn to whomever I'm with and talk to them Live about life. what's going on. I apologize for screaming because obviously they weren't into it. Right. And so it's a lot of that stuff. Now, when the T-shirt cannon comes out, okay. you don't turn your head. No, that now we're locked in. Yeah, now it is time to be the winner of the giveaway, or just not the loser that gets knocked unconscious by taking a temple or a T-shirt to the temple. It is T-shirt guns. Uh, you know how I feel about T-shirt guns. Sorry, I interrupted. I keep going. Here's what I think that they should do nonstop. Right, if you are going to wear a quarter zip with a mock turtleneck 
uh, under a a puffer vest, right? And you're gonna sit courtside. I think that's shitty. I think you're just what you've done is you've come from your financial planning office, and you're taking up a good seat that could be taken by somebody else. So my policy is when the t-shirts come out, the people that are throwing the t-shirts. You get somebody with a fucking cannon, right? Maybe mm-hmm. Kirk Cousins. Maybe we take him from the Vikings, move him over to the Timberwolves organization, and he starts throwing T-shirts to the upper deck. Couldn't get there, but you get my point. And then the T-shirt gun, like you, like your neck, it never raises. It just point blank in the gut. Remember that, remember that video where the guy took a cannonball? To the stomach, and you can see it ripple out. And it's like, slow motion; yeah. it's just rippling. Yeah, uh, it looks like somebody's face when they're skydiving. Yes, that's what it should be. It should be just point blank gut shots with a t-shirt cannon. If you if you look like you could be anywhere else besides a basketball game. Now, I I think I want to I want to tread lightly here because I do think in the NFL cheerleaders, especially, I think. I don't have a large education about what goes into that in, in the sense that I think they do. I think they're involved with more charitable aspects than you or I would understand and recognize so and community aspects. I think so. so I don't want to belittle that aspect. I do like I, I tend to think sports are for families and or, you know, and not not necessarily, but sports are like this, like. You go with your friends and your family to enjoy the sports and enjoy the competition and the idea that we have to have like and now you know me, big sex guy, very sex positive. Uh, yeah. But I don't know that we need to be sitting there like, oh, here comes the tits. Like I don't. Yeah, yeah. I do think you should be able to bring your child to a game without the worry of a thinly veiled pussy shot. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't think you want to have to explain. To a four-year-old camel toe, that's like a few years down the road. Right. But that being said, I don't think we should just punt on cheer- the idea of cheerleaders and dancers. What I think we should do is, specifically in the NFL, because there's, what, 17 games a year? You mm-hmm. couldn't do this in the other major sports. But I think if you want to be a dancer for a day, it's called Dancer for a Day. And it's not going to be well thought out because I'm coming up with it in the moment. <laughs> you sign up. You do have to pass, uh, you know, probably a low level psychological profile, like a questionnaire. We're not we're not going to make you meet with someone because we want you to be a bit unhinged, like the sort sure. of unhinged that like, I think I would crush it in front of 70,000 people. That's what yeah. I want. And then, uh, you know, metal detector, you know, we make sure you're all safe, 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 safe. But we put you out in the field on timeout and quarter breaks. And, you know, these are the eight songs you're dancing to. And just mm-hmm. fucking go, man. Just go. Put 28 lunatics on the field, each doing their own thing, and get a yeah. camera guy out there. And let's just focus on each of it. And let's turn it into kind of an America's Got Talent, but with real Americans, you know. And yeah. let's zip around and just let the crowd react to these fucking Looney Tunes who are like, Watch me pop and lock it at the Falcons game. I agree with that. And I, I here's what I like. I've always said this. I don't think, I don't need to hear Shania Williams sing the national anthem because I don't know who the fuck that is. Anytime they come up, 
Who's Shania go, Williams? I, I may have made up that name, but I don't need brother. To go. You don't. You listen to me. I know where you're trying to go. But if you're going to evoke the name of one of the greatest female country singers of all time, you best not fuck up her last name. Miss Twain no. is a national treasure. You don't well, connect no, no, Shania. You, you think there's you one person right named now. Shania? You think there's you one person to, named Shania? I think there is one person recognized as Shania. Are there a well, lot then of... she should just go by Shania. Are there, maybe she should. Maybe it's time. There's only that, one person recognized as Cher. I know that. Maybe and it's she time. Doesn't go by there, are only, Twain. there are only two Twains. And both of them are literary ge literary geniuses, Mr. Mark and Mr. Shania. Mrs. Well, Shania, I would like to apologize for misgendering the queen for of For the country. record, I was going to start this whole thing with Shanika Williams and figured that was going to fucking start a whole other side of trouble. So I just went with well, Shania. Well, look who you're talking listen. to. Listen. You listen. You listen. I don't need, I don't need to see somebody come out that I don't recognize and the announcer goes and now welcome out the 2018 Grammy winner for album of the year she was a writer not a performer to sing the national and it's like who gives Shanika a Shanika Twain yeah so now I think to myself why not have uh like a school choir or okay. someone Someone from a, a local school sing the national anthem, and then that money that you gave Shania Shanika goes to the school instead, or the dancers, right? Like I have one of my best friends has a girl on the dance team here in, in the metro, and uh, it would be great if that dance crew got to do that for a game and then their their dance school got that money instead of because let me ask you something if you're a dancer at 20 like what do you do at 40 shouldn't you dad, i'm a you, father here dad, I'm, I'm, I'm i know the answer dad here you coach dancers well that makes sense but i'm going full dad here but I don't think if there's 20 dancers on a team, you can't have 20 coaches for the next 20 dancers. So what I'm saying is maybe reinvest in your life. Maybe dancing is a passion, but maybe we need to think about what's going to be happening at 40. Can I answer your question with a question? I hope you would. That's, you know, I love it. Whose bed have your boots been under? <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Here's the thing. I get what you're saying. You're always trying to be like this guy who's good. Like, what if we gave back? What if we help people's journeys? And I, I know where you're going with that. Well, I, but here's the th I just don't give a shit about paying. I, I, I've never watched. When, I've and never I been like, holy with... fuck, I need to watch the national anthem. Do you know who's singing it today? I agree. We gotta get that. home. Now here's we gotta the... get home for this. You know who sings the national anthem? Our boy Sweatpants Dick. Shubes. Shubes. Let's get him out there for a Bengals Thank game. Thank you. Let's get him. Here's what I think. Here is what I think. Uh, now, you, now you're fucking pumping my tires. Now I'm into this. Now let's listen. You know, we should start it. We should start the movement to get the shabbles. So here's the thing. Uh, Alex Schubert, we mentioned on the show, one of the many funny comedians in uh, the Cincinnati area. Yeah. Uh, but he has perfect pitch. Perfect pitch. And so he sings the national he sings the national anthem at minor league baseball games. He sang it at the Pacers game. We might have talked about this on the show, but yeah, maybe let's let's get a maybe that's what it's that's what national anthems are for. Two dumb hicks with a large enough following 
that they have, you know, potentially the ability to pressure someone who doesn't matter into letting our friend wear sweatpants out onto a Bengals field and sing the national anthem. Yeah, listen, I'm all for it because, again, I've never thought two things. Number one, he's pitch perfect with that tongue, huh? And then secondly, um, secondly, do you remember when Whitney Houston sang the national anthem? And one of the prop bets before the game was how long it would take her because she was everyone was calling her Windy Houston Mm -hmm. because she took forever with her runs. Yeah. That's pretty crazy that that was a prop bet. Every and year. So, it's one every year. So how about this? How about we start doing prop bets? For those of you who don't gamble and aren't degenerates, a prop bet is is a separate bet. It's like, uh, hey, how many yards is uh, Mahomes going to pass for? Something like that. But they also have really weird ones like how long is it going to take Whitney Houston to sing the national anthem? So how about this? How about we put it's – a, it's a drawing. They, they draw a seat number from from the stadium from the game they bring the person down you get oh, one minute fuck yes fuck cameras yes, are on Jack. them fuck cameras yes. are on them and you now you get to guess by what they're wearing are they going to know the words they don't put the words anywhere up in the stadium and you get to go prop bet yes or no they fuck this up oh fuck dude and here's the thing here's the, oh i mean i think multiple prop bets and you can bet on how long it is Oh, Chatty, you've solved it. Now, are people going to go, hey, Thank you. show some respect. That is our nation's song. Well, this is a nation of vices, and Chad and I are doing the best we can to this respect This is a nation you. built on gambling. Yes. This is a nation built on gambling. One we, we, we got in the – listen, we didn't like that you couldn't have religious freedom in England, right? So a lot of people from England got on boats – came over here, and they thought, We're, this is a gamble. It's a gamble. And then, yeah, it's a gamble. And then, um, which wasn't really a gamble no. when they met Native Americans and had all the guns and they only had knives. But it doesn't matter. The point is this. I think if anyone's listening, Mr. Goodell, are you listening? No. All I want is for you to draw a seat number have people lose their mind because also you want to, you want people to go like, Oh, this is disrespectful to the national anthem. It isn't. It's going to make every single fucking person that's going to the game, learn the national, learn the national anthem front and back, Yep, front and back. If you want people to know every word to the national anthem, this is your best bet because nobody wants to get up there and, and win a bunch of people money that said that this isn't going to work. Now, We'd have to, you know, you know how sometimes they go land of the what, wherever they're playing, which, by the way, remember when they say star spangled mm-hmm. banner yeah. yet waves? The fact that the people in Cincinnati don't scream bangles during spangle is a little crazy it's to me, crazy. But, it's crazy. but we don't have to talk about that. Um, I'd like to say if Shubes is listening, maybe if you sing the national Fucking anthem spice for that the bangles, spice that in maybe, maybe you throw that out. Star. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Speaking of respect, and I don't, I don't want to walk us away from this topic, but I'm going to completely... No, I think we're done. I think we've mined it completely. I'm going to completely walk us away uh, sure. from this topic. I had sure. to go to Jungle Gyms. I Ooh. didn't have to go to Jungle Gyms. I chose to go to Jungle Gyms. It does seem like a choice. Recap for new listeners. Jungle Gyms is 
potentially the largest grocery store in the continental United States. It's like if eight Walmart-sized grocery stores were all inside one building, and it was jungle-themed. Which, by the way, I know we've covered this, but let's recover it. I, I, it makes sense it would be like farmer gyms, the jungle gym, and I'm sure there's a story behind it. But you do walk in and you're like, it feels like this way to the gorilla steaks, you know? Yeah, yeah. So hey, can you not afford to go to Africa? Have you always wanted to go on a safari? Have you wanted to go there? Maybe hunt an animal that you shouldn't? Maybe you want to take a week off of your dental practice <laughs> and go hunt an animal that you shouldn't, but you can't afford it because brace, braces are down for the year. <laughs> then maybe you fly yourself to Cincinnati and maybe you go to jungle gyms and maybe you throw a big stake over your shoulder while walking by stuffed tigers. I don't know. I'm just saying it. It's why I'm worried about Jenna and I's ability to retire. We have a lot heavily invested in the braces market. Um, <laughs> so... It had been, it was one, it got cold here for a couple of days. And that was after it had been warm here for a couple of days. Warm, yeah. And so uh, I got in the car, in the garage, and I didn't think, I, I just, I wore a hoodie and some light Lululemon pants. So I'm in pretty lightly dressed clothes. And I get to the jungle gyms and the parking lot is outrageous. Like, I, I've mentioned this before about the place, but it the moment you're in there, you're like, I think I should just hit a person. Should I hit a person? I'm gonna yep. I'm gonna mow that like people walking like obese zombies. You're like, I think I'm gonna mow a couple of these these jungle gyms down. My financial planner asked me once, what do you want in your retirement? And I said, first of all, I want financial planners not to be a thing because you always win while other people are losing. Secondly, I said, I would like a car from the 70s that's made out of metal before they started making them out of plastic. Because what I'm going to do is I'm going to go around teaching people right from wrong, old man style. And I'm going to completely crush their fucking Teslas with my big, humongous metal bumper. And I'm, I'm going to make sure that I win every accident <laughs> I'm in. It's not even going to fucking cause a dent. I'm so excited. <laughs> so I park about you know, 30 to 40, maybe 50 football fields away from Jungle Gym's entry. And okay. it's cold and I'm not dressed right. And so I'm speed shuffling my way towards the entry. And uh, as I get close, there's a man outside the door. And this, I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you his look. And then I'm going to let you react before I continue okay. with the story. He has on uh, a stocking cap that's a, a little worn, not terrible, but it's a little worn looking. Uh, he has a, a big beard and he has two coats. Very noticeably, he has a coat with another coat outside of it. How do you what do you how do you receive that? I, rec I, I think he would know the words to the national anthem. <laughs> I he as I'm walking up, he goes, he goes, excuse me. Excuse me, excuse me, three times. Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. And I'm speaking, and I, to be very clear, I am, I overly give to people who ask for money to the point where Jenna is like, hey man, we have bills. Like, sure. I'm not good at saying no, but I don't have any cash on. I rarely have cash on me anymore these days. I don't yeah. know if the homeless take Venmo, but I just don't carry cash anymore. Well, also, you're probably shuffling in and your toes are cold because you're wearing flip-flops like a psychopath. 
I, yes. And so the, I wear the, I, I, well, the flip-flops are good on my back. I have socks. And this, the point is. I know why you wear them. I'm just saying it's a crazy look. And I say to the guy quite hurriedly, I go hurriedly. Yeah, that's actually right. Did I, did that sound right? Hurriedly? Hur hurriedly. Yes. Hey, y'all, if you could hurriedly get me my medicine, I'm headed to the Mrs. Shania Twain concert this weekend. So I hur I'm hurriedly, and uh, I just go, I don't have any money on me. And I didn't mean it that pointed, but I said it like that. And he, yeah. like, pretty pointedly goes, I, I work for the store. That door doesn't work. Go in this way. <laughs> Oh my God. Is there anything worse than making that mistake? It feels bad. I'm going to tell you something. I don't feel bad about a lot because the things I say, I stand behind. But sometimes that is, that is in the same vein as when are you due? Oh, I'm yeah. not. Yeah. Do with what? You're like, ah, sorry. Sorry, man. And for somebody who, for somebody who dresses and looks the way I look, to assume someone else to be a vagabond per their appearance, mm -hmm. not great. That's not a great. That's not great when you're wrong. Because he had every right to be like, "Hey, just a heads up, you're dressed like a fucking idiot." As I walked into the store, he that guy should have had carte blanche to run me down. Yeah, seeing how you dress, he should have been like, "Yeah, no shit, you don't have any money. I assumed you came here to ask people for money." <laughs> but uh, so. When I do the Kevin Bozeman, Kevin Bozeman has a wonderful tradition. When I do the Kevin Bozeman pre-Thanksgiving show in Madison, he goes around and he uh, just hands out 20s to homeless people on Thanksgiving. So we do this thing. We do the show Wednesday night. He gets paid in cash. He pays everyone else in cash. Then we go to this thing called Breakfast of Champions where we see if we can get our liquor bill higher than our food bill. Uh, we are undefeated. And then we go out and we hand out 20s to the homeless people. Now, I say we, but I'm telling you this is his thing. He, this is something he does. Yep. And so Jeff Tate was with us. The wonderfully funny Jeff Tate was with us one time. And he handed uh, a guy a 20. The guy handed him two 10s back because he thought he maybe just needed change. Because um, – I'm not mocking Tate, but if you see, I yes. mean, this is the, this is is the like, thing that happened. Yeah. Long beard. He's always got the little beanie on. He's got 50 different layers, which screams, I'm unhoused. Uh, a lot of things. Anyway, he's got the train hobo staple. The man loves fingerless gloves. Yeah. Yep. Yes, he does. He's like a virgin from the 80s. And so uh, that made me laugh very hard. And it made me, obviously, what you're talking about made me think of that. That's the, that's the appetizer. That's not the important part of this trip to Jungle Gyms. Uh, Are you, oh, I thought, I thought that was the end of your story. That's why I kept talking. Oh, wow. So okay, yes. Please. I go into the Jungle Gyms. I get my things. They have white sweet potatoes there. I'm a big white sweet potatoes guy. So I, okay. I, ha I have my stuff. I'm in line. And... Uh, the lines at Jungle Gym, it's there's a bunch of registers, but there's so many people that every line is long. Um, and so I get in line and I'm uh, I'm probably in one of the shorter lines. So it's, you know, it's me, somebody in front of me and two more in front of them at this point. 
Okay. And I don't know why I needed to paint that picture. Uh, <laughs> the guy in front of me has a lot of tattoos. And as I follow his tattoos up, he has on his right cheek four teardrops. Four teardrops? Four. Now, let me ask you this. Are they filled in? So, they are not filled in. Interesting. That means, for people listening, there are four people in his life that he wants murdered see that's so that he hasn't done it yet so that's that's where i'm that is where i am going with this i so i i didn't know until after this the nuance of the teardrops right okay and so i but so when you see a teardrop my first thought is like the the pop like oh he murdered somebody that's what it means so there's a teardrop for every person he murdered Right, it's got to be filled in for them for it to count. And and I there's other there's other stuff like hey if somebody you love died or in pri- you attempted to kill some I think there are there's a whole bunch of different interpretations based on the geological area from which you're all sorts of shit whatever right. Okay. But in my brain in this moment, murder. Yeah. Now what I would like. If if I was a real badass, if I was a John Wick with the confidence that I knew I could kill at any moment, I would have an open teardrop. And then when somebody was like, hey, man, can you hurry up? I'd just stare at him and start to color it in with a pen. You're, so, hey, so you're right here. So one of the most widely recognized prison tattoos, the teardrops meaning varies geographically. In some places, the tattoo can mean a lengthy prison sentences, while in others, it signifies that the wearer has committed murder. If the teardrop is just an outline, Chad, it can symbolize an attempted murder. Here's a bummy piece of information from Wikipedia. It can signify that the wearer has spent time in prison or more specifically, that the wearer was raped while incarcerated. Didn't know that when I was in line. Well, that's what, what you're not reading there, and Wikipedia needs to change, is the teardrop is right below the anus. No, it's that the, it was tattooed by the rapist as a property mark and for humiliation. Uh, you know, since face tattoos cannot be concealed. Yikes. Well, yeah, Yikes. hold on. First of all, humiliation. Who's going to walk up to somebody? What a fucking random range of meetings. So you go, oh, that guy has a teardrop tattoo. He either murdered someone or I'm supposed to talk shit about him getting raped. Hmm. I, I think, wonder which one I'll assume it is. I don't need what to. What the I, fuck? I don't want to push back on you. Uh, I'm not talking shit about anyone who got raped. Uh, in any way, shape, or form, in prison, out of prison. What a nightmare. Uh, what an absolute life-changing nightmare. What I'm saying is, though, you can't... If it's for humiliation, people are like, oh, somebody got you, huh? And then all of a sudden, you're dead, and he's got two teardrops? Fuck that. Yeah, it's not... Yeah, it's. it would be like if frogs and tigers looked the same from five feet away. Thank you. That, wow, I'm going to tell you something. Mm-hmm. That was the smartest thing you've ever said. Man, I feel like a woman. That's okay, Shanka. Let's go. So, uh, I'm in line and I catch his, his teardrops. And you know me, I'm a starer. And so, yeah. 
So yeah, I'm, you are. I'm just waiting in line, and I'm just like, I'm zoned in on the teardrops. And what I am thinking in my head is, man, like, the ex- my literal exact thought process while I'm zoning out on his tears, it goes, ah, am I standing next to somebody who's murdered someone? I wonder how often we're around murderers. And I was just, like, thinking about how odd it is that we probably pass people that have murdered sure. people. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, what I would be thinking if I were you is maybe I should Google the meaning of teardrop tattoo before the podcast while I'm next to this man. Secondly, was he standing sideways or was he looking forward? So he was, he had a gal with him and he yeah, was in okay. front of the cart. The gal was behind the cart. Then it was... That, yeah. yeah, so you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and he's like, I know, Yeah, I know exactly what you're saying. He's guarding his butthole. We know what the teardrops are from. So he's gonna take the he's gonna take the stuff out of the cart and put it on the belt. So he's kind of sideways. That's how I see him. And I I'm zoned in on the teardrops, and then I kind of like my eyeballs zoom out back into like, okay, let's look at the rest of the world now. And this dude is fucking staring directly at my eyeballs. <laughs> Your teardropless eyeballs. Chad, I just patted and I just went, I I love your tattoos out loud in front of the line (laughs) full of people. And he doesn't even blink. He just like shuns me, just like turns away from me. And Mm -hmm. the kid working the register gives me this look like, Come on, man. What are you? Come on. What are you doing right this now? This is jungle gyms, dude. <laughs> what are you? Play it safe. What are you doing? And Do you know where you are? You're in the jungle, baby. You're gonna die. The other thing that uh, you also know about me is I don't do well in that moment after that last moment. And I, I tried to. I was. I looked at the the when the kid looked at me and he was like, "Come on, man," with those eyeballs. I was like, "I'm just. I'm, I'm a big art guy." And, you know, and I was going to get into like, oh, yeah. no, you're still talking. I couldn't. Oh I like God. I couldn't. I like had that like <laughs> I had that rush of embarrassment of fear. Like, am I going to be teardrop number five, like talking shit to this dude? And uh, yeah, it was it was rough. It was a, a rough, embarrassing moment. But I don't. I've seen, you know, we've all seen the teardrop tattoos. You know, you see one occasionally in yeah, life. Sure. But face tattoos are becoming more popular now. So it's not as alarming. Yeah, but not the teardrop. I mean, I don't think it's like a new thing. I think, I'll tell you this. I've seen teardrop tattoos and my eyes go straight to the tiles. Yeah. Until I am no longer within sight. And I don't even, th- I, and that's normally what I do. I, I didn't realize, I don't think even that I was looking at him because my brain went to, I was so fascinated because I've been watching all these YouTube videos about like history and society and conspiracies and my brain's just in that place. So I saw the teardrops and I'm immediately in my own brain like, what percentage of murderers are not caught? How often do I cross a murderer? Do you know a murderer right now? Like I'm- oh my. Do I co-host a podcast with a murderer? So I, uh, oh shit, like 16 years ago, I was in Florida. Never good. 16 years ago, I was in Florida and I went to a gun show. And that's, you know, I I think we already know where this, that's like going, hey, I went to uh, a Cracker Barrel in hell. Like this is not... 
Sure. Nothing. I mean, and just just for everybody listening, my whole life is a gun show. No, right. come on. Yep. So yep, you don't cool. get to be fat and that guy. So no, a lot of overweight men have, do have nice big biceps, biceps yeah. because they're lifting a lot of boxes of food into the refrigerator. So we were in Florida and I saw the, I think I've probably told you this. I used to do a bit on it that people hated. Um, it, <laughs> <laughs> dude, it was, I had, the, and I was like, I remember it's one of those bits where you write it. And you're like, I think I'm probably the king of comedy. Like I know those guys oh. were the kings, but I don't know. I don't know. I think I am the sole king of comedy. Uh, sure. But yeah, there was we were uh, there was a guy, and uh, he had the he had right here on his like on the top of the cheekbone, right here, like from kind of sideburn moving towards mouth, okay. had the word, actually just the word murder on his face. Yeah. And I uh, and I was I like. I did look at that guy a lot, but I like I moved around and I like sighed. I, like he never saw me look at him because I think that's somebody you keep an eye on. But that's a I don't even to this day. I don't know if I'm more confused or terrified. I, I don't know why you would get that tattoo. I don't understand it. I think maybe you're like a little off and you go, what's the scariest shit I could put on my face? And that's it. But sure. that's that's an odd one for me. Maybe it's, <clears throat> listen, I understand getting that tattoo if you fly a lot and you lose your headphones a lot because there are going to be flights where you don't have headphones so you can't just stare at someone while you put on your noise-canceling headphones when they're talking to you. <laughs> so instead, you just kind of turn and they go, and then my grandson said, oh, is that murder? Sure. And then they just read their fucking magazine the rest of the flight. Sure. So if, if that's the case... Shout out to that guy. Congrats on being a genius. I don't think it was the case because, you know, he's at a gun show in Florida. So I think there's probably you know what some... the case was. Murder was the case. Murder was the case. Murder was murder was the case that they gave him. Hey, uh, I have to tell you something. Yeah. You and I have very different. Sexual needs. Oh, gotcha. Se sexual needs as well. Yep. I'm uh, pretty meat and potatoes. Um. And you, you, you need to have a leash and shit. But anyways, uh, very different grocery store experiences because so I have never shopped at a Whole Foods. I know you're a big Whole Foods guy. Hell I yeah. I've never shopped at one because in Fergus Falls, they don't have them. No. Right. They have just some local grocery stores. And so um, Fergus Falls seems like the sort of place where someone would hand you an entire watermelon and go, here, here's some Whole Food. Like a bit, like, ain't like, yeah, sure. and here's your whole food, city boy. Right, yeah. No, that, you're, that would definitely happen. And a lot of people around you would laugh until you turned your head and they all saw my new murder tattoo murder. on my face. Murder. So I go into Whole Foods and I realize I have my stuff that I need. First of all, Whole Foods sucks. Mm. And I'm not a Whole Foods guy because... Fuck, give me ice cream. Give me normal. Maybe I've talked about this, but give me normal ice cream. Like, what the fuck is this moom, new, new, moo, moo? I don't need your stupid fucking name because the dairy sulfites aren't contained. Whatever the fuck. It sucks. <laughs> and all the cookies are hard because they don't want to use, uh, you know, sodium. To, so you, they keep longer. I don't like Whole Foods, but I go in there. Sure. I got to get some stuff. And 
because it's on my way home. So I stop, go in, and I need shampoo. And so I go, hey, this is a weird question, but do you guys have shampoo? And they're like, yeah, it's over here. And so I go, all right, well, I don't recognize any of these brands because it's Whole Foods. They have their own shit. Mm -hmm. And the lady goes, well, how about this? It's made with fruit extract. And I was like, what? Like even your shampoos, whole fucking foods? I'm so confused. She goes, smell it. It smells good. I go, I'm not rubbing fruit in my hair. I'm not... I'm not looking to moisturize my dreadlocks, you fucking crazy. And then she goes, well, this one has uh, herbs and spices. And I go, I'm also not going to use that. I don't want to smell like a man that can do a handstand. I'm not doing this. <laughs> right? That's a very specific smell. And I don't want to smell like that. So I don't want people looking at me like I might just fucking go from feet to hands immediately. And so I go, I need something that smells like chemical. Do you have anything that's been tested on animals? That's what I said. And it was like the entire store stopped moving. I clearly was kidding, but I just wanted something else. And fucking, it was like a record scratch, just screech. Yeah. Do you mind if we dance with your dates? Yeah. It was like that scene. It was so wild. I was just sitting there with two shampoos that I wasn't going to buy in my hand. I put them both back and I walked right out of the store. <laughs> Hey, if you guys like this, uh, there will be a new episode next Monday and every single Monday at 8 a.m. So click the subscribe button so your phone sends it to you without having to do any work. <laughs>